everyone, it's your girl Janelle Danae, and I am so happy to be back with another episode of the How's Your Mental Podcast. And in today's episode, we are going to be discussing about a topic that impacts us all. Like eventually, one day, we are going to have to deal with it. And that topic is death. Yes, yes, yes. This past weekend, I was reminded of the need for us to talk about death prior prior to it happening, um, prior to it directly impacting us. And so I feel like this is a conversation that is definitely needed within the black community. And so in this episode, we're going to be um, diving into why we don't talk about it and the benefits of talking about it and also tips on how we could kind of start changing that narrative, tips on how we could start um, talking um, about about death within the black community, especially um, when it's going to impact us sooner or later and definitely going to impact uh, and affect our family. However, I do want to put a quick disclaimer out there. Um, I don't think I had done this in a while, but I am a social work student. I am studying in the field of social work. And so therefore, I am not a licensed mental health um, professional yet. The purpose of why I am doing this is simply that I wanted to take the conversations that I was having in the classroom, the information that I was being taught in the classroom and bringing it to the people, right? Bringing it directly to the people because I believe that I can be effective prior to even, you know, having, um, specific licensure. So yes, I am in my last stretch of my MSW program. And so, um, you all, just sit back, relax, because I would not um, misguide you with any um, misguide you with any information that I do not know. Um, so with that being said, I want you all to follow me on Insta at how's um, how's your mental, and we will be going live over this topic. If you would like to kind of talk about it more in depth, so let's get healed, y'all. Let's start the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the How's Your Mental podcast. It is your girl, Janelle Zene, the vessel behind the brand. The How's Your Mental podcast is designed to bring forth weekly mental health conversation while invoking thoughts to you, the listener. This show is made for the Black community and efforts of eradicating the stigma that is associated with mental health in our community. And also to ensure that you all get the resources and skills you need to start your healing journey. Let's get healed, y'all. So before we dive into today's conversation, I just want to do a quick check-in on my mental. And so, you guys, honestly, this has been a challenging week. Well, this past week um, slash weekend has been really challenging for me. Um, because I feel like a pull on on me to start growing, um, start to to grow um, some personal things within me, starting to heal some things um, within me, and it's required me to be 
uncomfortable like oh my goodness and I do not like the the stretch nor the pull that is being um taken on my life however I know that this is much a very needed um growth development in order for where I need to to be and something about me that I'm really trying to work on honestly as I'm talking about this whole thing that I'm going through without being too specific is that um I really I'm like the type of person to overthink everything even if I don't like vocally like say it out loud like I will like internalize things and just overthink 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 and sometimes my overthinking um leads me to procrastinate leads me to not even do things that I'm supposed to do as far as you know interacting with other people making some very um important um decisions and so right now like that is something that I need to um work on because I know overthinking could definitely um affects uh, affect all aspect of my life whether if uh I'm in school whether if I'm on the job whether if I'm in like a um a relationship with my friends or you know with someone else like you know these are things that like I need I know this is something that I know that I struggle with that I am working with and so Lately, I have been struggling with with overthinking and internalizing um situations, and so something that I am trying to practice now is just doing things that I truly want to do without um without necessarily like taking into account like how it is going to um make someone make someone else feel or you know. That regardless of like the outcome of it and so sometimes again like I overthink situations and like I overthink situations to the T that I feel like I already know how like the situation is going to kind of turn out but nonetheless you guys that's where I'm at mentally but <laughs> I'm going to be fine like I'm not I'm going to be fine. Like, I know that I'll be okay. (laughs) And so that's where I'm at. You all can let me know how your mental is by simply sliding in my DMs or answering the polls that I have on uh, on my Instagram at how's your mental or well not post answering the question or you know I think I'm going to start posting actually like how is my mental and you all could just well, how was your mental? You all could just comment um underneath and maybe, I don't know, maybe one day um, I could start reading some of the things that you all are saying. So yes, let's start that up actually. Yes, because typically I ask people, you know, how's their mental and I would ask it via the um Insta story. And so people will kind of respond like that. But I think it would be more beneficial for you all to kind of start replying. Uh, well, me post an actual picture and then you guys comment in the comments. So let's start that up. Let's start that up starting this week. Actually starting today. I'm going to do it today. So yes, let's transition into the topic of today's conversation. Death. <laughs> I did not have to say like that, but yes something that we all need to talk about death 
So earlier I shared with you all how I attended a funeral this past weekend and in attending this funeral, it brought up a lot of feelings, um, a lot of thoughts um, surrounding the conversation about death and how we as a community, as a black community, as a black family uh, do not talk about death enough and how we don't um, prepare for for death um, how we don't, yeah, in general, how we do not talk about, about death. So my cousin mother, um, passed away and when she passed away, um, and that's just, it, we were like, it wasn't a surprise to us when she passed away. Um, and I think for about a, for about a year now, we've been kind of dealing with the, um, declining health of my cousin, of my cousin mother, um, doctors she she was informed by the doctor doctors told the family how of course with her permission um informed us that you know her health is declining and that there is very much so uh we could do and i believe like a couple of months ago they kind of like stopped the whole um chemo treatment process and so from that point on it was just like a a rap, like rapidly kind of going going down um as far as her health and the only thing that you know that we can do um was to just keep her comfortable keep her comfortable within her home and um the doctors gave her um pain medication and I believe it's like morphine I, I believe they give people um who are terminally ill and so throughout this whole process um it just brought up those feelings of again like how we are ill prepared to deal with death and to deal with death ourselves um and i think the reason why we are so ill prepared is because we don't even like have the the convert conversation um about death and um just observing my um the whole situation observing how you know my cousin mother was just declining services be um declining services that the hospital was kind of offer offering her about the different things that they could do for her like for example um you know allowing a um a, a home health aide like a nurse kind of come in check in but check in check up um, check in on her, um, you know, you know, uh, when her health really started declining, um, you know, kind of allowing her to kind of go to hospice. Like she was really denying like a lot of the services that they were being, um, pushed on her. And I think, um, this is like a tricky, like, conversation to kind of have especially like when you are a spiritual person especially when you believe when you believe in god and something that i kind of come to confront with too you know as me dealing as like i'm not an outsider but like uh i wasn't i'm not the immediate family to my cousin mother so just me by sitting on the outskirts um kind of like observing everything initially like i was one of the people in the beginning kind of saying like you know why and one of the people saying and also like you know kind of talking to myself honestly about this and questioning like you know why isn't she accepting these services like what is keeping her for not accepting these services and then like from my own understanding I believe that you know this was something I think she was believing in God to heal her body and to um restore her body and I think you know people around her and me included uh me included were speaking like 
death onto her. We were kind of saying, like, you know, she needs to accept the services, blah, 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 blah. And I think, you know, probably to her, again, this is just all my observation, what I believe, that probably to her, by her accepting um the services were, like, a sign that, you know, that, you know, this is it. I'm giving up. I'm giving up my faith. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not going to to be healed um, or whatever. Like, you know, I'm just accepting what the doctors are are telling me. And I think sometimes, you know, as a community, um, as, as like believers, sometimes we kind of get it twisted about um, about the thing. Um, the professional um, God places um, in our life because I do believe that God placed competent doctors in our life that you know tell us about what's going on even though God has the final say so and what I find so um, yeah even though like God has the final say so and this is something that I'm still kind of processing and kind of deal with deal with because um, yeah this is something that I am like very much so still kind of processing as a, you know, as I'm growing my relationship with God. And I think, I think I'm about to answer my own question, actually. Again, like I told, I told y'all like since day one, like this, this podcast, even though I know this podcast is helpful to you all, but this podcast is definitely helpful to me because it allows me to, to think out loud. It allows me to kind of start processing, um, processing my thoughts. And so I'm, currently like processing my thoughts so like I have my notes listed down and everything but um I think oftentimes you know when we are dying we hold we tie we hold on to God or you know where when a family member is dying in our life or whatever we kind of hold on to God we ask God we say God like can you heal so can you heal our mother can you heal our father can you heal our uncle can you heal our grandmother like can you heal can you heal can you heal can you heal can you let them conquer this this sickness that they that 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 is taking a toll on their body or whatever let them live dear lord god like we start praying all these prayers like we send prayer warriors to the church and everything and when i noticed that like you know we praying for their health to be revived and to to be renewed and i think oftentimes we're not praying for peace peace that death is we peace that death praying for peace during this difficult time that you know even though like we all probably want to live but I think you know there's a time God has called us home or for a very specific place and I think you know we all scream and shout we all say you know like I want to go to I all want to go I want to go to heaven I want to go to heaven I want to go to heaven all of us want to go to heaven but don't none of us want to die and like in order for us to die we have to in order for us to go to heaven we have we have to die and I think a lot of this um sometimes the reason why we cling on to God so much is that you know the, we are not having these conversations um we're not having these conversations with our families. We're not having these conversations in the church. Like, we're not having these conversations, like, in the community as a whole about exactly the whole experience of death and what is what is what is going to happen you know when you are dying or when it's going to be your time like we're, we're like the conversations are not are not being held and leaving us to feel like inadequate or, or it's leaving us to kind of feel like um you know this is not my time and like you know even though like even though, like, many of us were praying for her health, were pray- praying for her to, like, you know, to heal so she could just live to see, to see, like, another, another day, I think we kind of got it twisted in a way, like, 
yes but maybe this is her time that uh, maybe this is her time for her to go and i do believe that um it's unfortunate well i'm not gonna say that it's if that it's unfortunate you know uh i think it's unfortunate that we didn't prepare um as a family to to deal with this situation even though like we kind of knew for a year like you know the outcome of what is going to happen um the outcome of of what is expected and i remember like talking to someone in my family it's not a matter of like how you know she's going to die it's a matter of like when she's she's going she's going to die and so there was like a lot of like negative well i don't want to say negative talk but there was like a lot of talks about about death and it taught like this whole experience kind of taught me two things like there are people around you that could speak life and there are also the point the fact of the matter that like regardless if you are are ready or not like death is still going to happen and it's more wise to talk to talk about about death and i think from my experience you know with this whole um situation is that a lot of us was a lot of the family was not talking about talking about it like even though it was happening even though like you know there was evidence in our face about it like we were not talking about death and I think one of the many reasons why you know sometimes as a as a culture we don't talk about death is that first of all first and foremost we don't have like the words for it because again like this is a difficult um topic to talk about like we don't have the words to to talk about to talk about death and um and it just and and it's just easier for us to be quiet and and not, and not talk about it. But I also think one of the reason why you know we we don't talk about death um in the community you know as a in in our families um is that sometimes we um fear we fear loss like we are we're ultimately like ultimately like we are in denial um and we are in denial because it's difficult for us to um. It's difficult for us to um, face the truth of 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 the matter, and because it is difficult for us to face the truth of the matter, we we fear that, like we fear, you know, losing. Um, we we fear the outcome if we accept what is going what is going to happen. Like if we accept, um, you know her her sickness if we accept you know her dying like if we accept this that now that that means we have to upset i can't even say the daggone word right excuse me yeah we have to accept the the outcome the result of her being sick and which is which is ultimately death and sometimes i think when we have these conversations about death it has us at times looking at ourselves like we fear that us ourselves is going is going to die like we even though like one day we know that we are going to die but it has us um inwardly looking looking at ourselves like for example i remember there was like a point in my life like i want to say like after like i had my daughter after i had my daughter like there was like an like an anxiety like surrounding the topic of death like for me like I did not like to talk about death. Like, I actually feared death. Like, I remember, I think I wrote this in my journal. I remember, like, how I was, like, scared of death because, like, I have a daughter now. And I know that my daughter needs me. Like, she needs her needs um, taken taken care of. Like, she needs she needs her mother. Like, it's important to have, like, a mother um, in your life. Like, 
and in the environment that um I work in, like where I used to work at, you know, predominantly working with children who come from disadvantaged um backgrounds, you know, parents who are incarcerated, parents who are on drugs, like you know, parents who are are you know no longer with us, who are dead. Um, we I I know I started to notice like you know the impact that has on the child, and now me being a freshly like being a new mother, I'm thinking like, oh my goodness, like my daughter needs me like I cannot let my daughter grow up you know with without a mother like that was my thought process like my daughter my daughter my daughter needs me thank God like you know I'm no longer like stressed about that and no well, no longer as stressed but I think what could truly help um help us is us talking talking about it and I think you know in order for us to start talking about it, I think one of the things that we have to start doing as a community is start changing our language when it comes to talking about talking about death because death is such a, a negative thing. And it's like how can death be such a negative thing where in order for us to in order for us to go to heaven, you know, believers, those of you who are listening that are believers in Christ, in order for us to go go and chill with God, you know, and rest um rest at his feet um in order for us to do that we we must die and so i think you know there needs to be some type of serenity talk surround surrounding death that death does not necessarily have to be something negative for example when someone is dying with um with the sickness we say um so-and-so is battling cancer like so-and-so is battling cancer like that does not sound very therapeutic like that doesn't sound like something that we want to we want to kind of deal with like battling like no or you know when someone dies as a result from cancer we we say like someone so we don't say someone so died as a result of cancer we say someone so died someone so and so lost their what lost their battle to cancer like lost their fight to cancer and what does that mean when when you lose when you lose it means you die and i think we have to start changing the language um when it comes to us talking talking like talking about death um so yes have for us to start changing the language when it comes to talking to talking about death for example like when we tell children like if you have a pet or you know if you have a child who grandmother passed away who's who feared who was young. We tell them, oh, like so-and-so is sleeping, like so-and-so is, is in heaven. Like we make it to be like such this nice and beautiful thing. Like, oh, okay, like it's nothing to really be sad about. And it's like we need to develop the same type of language or the same type, yeah, the same type of language and the same type of attitude that we are telling younger children about when they lose someone. We need to um say the same thing uh when it when to ourselves as adults, as people who kind of fully understand like the severe, the severity, um, when it, when it comes to death. So very much. So we must begin, um, changing, changing our, our language. Okay. Changing our language when it comes to talking about death. And I think that is going to help us kind of get, get the ball rolling because a lot of us are ill prepared when someone is dying or you know when death is here is because i it was never a a conversation had and i think uh what i'm starting to what i feel like i'm being led to say is that we need to start having peace surrounding death like we need to start talking about it prior to so prior to um people being being sick like we shouldn't wait 
till someone is actually diagnosed with something or to someone to a doctor really say like oh so and so is dying for us to start talking about death like it should be a top a, a subject that is being like brought up like regularly like it should be something it should be a normal thing and it should be like it should be comfortable to to talk about like like how we have like certain markers in our life for example like when you become of age, like, you start talking about the birds and the bees, and you start talking about, you know, puberty, like, I think, like, death should definitely be a part of, like, a part of those, like, markers in our lives to be talking about, like, it doesn't even have to be a, a specific time, but I think, you know, we shouldn't hide our kids, um, for, for talking, like, from talking about death, because it is bound to happen, um, like, for example, like, I know me, one as my family grows like right now it's just me and my daughter but like as my family grow like what i definitely see in the future is like us having these family meetings and in these like our monthly or whatever like family meetings of whatever the the topic of conversation is and like being real and be being honest because i think all the time we don't keep it real with um keep it real with one another and i think that starts um as a young and like as a child like nobody really kept it real with us about how so-and-so died or you know about what happens when when people when people die like there's there's none of that conversation because it's shed it's 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 put away like there's no light shed on it and i think you know at the age of five whatever like the conversation of death needs to be something to to talk about because as we grow older like we are going to lose people like things are going to happen we we don't know like how life is going to pan how life is going to pan out and just talking about the subject versus then just waiting it to um happen i don't think is um very beneficial and so i'm going to go over like four points of why we need to um search um of why we need to start talking about death like the beneficial factors of us starting to talk about death more often in our community so the four reasons of why we need to start talking about death now within our community within our family within the church like why we need to start talking about it is one death is first of all death is an emotional is really is really emotional it can be an emotional topic to kind of discuss and i think um when we are dealing with the emotions of death and dealing with the feelings of death that it can um lead us to operate from a place of feelings rather than a place of logic and you know when death when someone dies within our family, um, there are a lot of decisions that need to be made. So the reason why we need to start um, talking about death is death now is because it allow us, it, it preps us to deal to deal with the emotions and the notions of it, and give us um, we can learn ways and learn strategy of how to operate from a place of from a place of logic rather rather than a place a place of 
feelings, like being emotion emotionally um, making making decisions, which leads me to kind of point number point number two is that when someone dies in our family, like there's are there are a lot of important decisions that need to be made, a lot of decisions that need to be made um in a timely manner, and I think the lack of planning or the lack of discussion surrounding death oftentimes divides up the family because like we're all not on one accord you know one person may feel this way and then another may um feel this way and now we're not we're not talking we're not talking to um each each other no more like there's a lot of from in my opinion in my experience like there's a lot of drama when it comes to death if it's not a family reunion it's it's a funeral when the family comes together and then like there's drama uh there's like drama like drama 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 like for example y'all watch um what's that movie um soul food soul food when big mama died like there was a lot of drama surrounding surrounding um surrounding the death of big mama and like who's what's gonna happen with what like i think that's the same thing that happens like you know in uh, in our own family in our own community when someone dies like there's like a lot of decisions to be made but it's like uh one person may think this way one person may think that way and i think again talking about it beforehand before before it gets to you know the actual death of that person is going to allow us to operate um from a more logical place and then also going to allow us to make um logical decision and it's going to keep the family together because the family union unit is important like especially in the black community and i think once we start realizing that the importance of family, I think we need to start having these conversations that are definitely going to to keep the family together. So essentially, like point number two is talking about death keeps keeps the family together because it allow us to not fight, allow us to not bicker, allow us to not separate, um, get into our own heads when it comes time to make it some of these tough tough decisions because that is why you know um society specifically like I'm, I'm just gonna say how it is like white america um those who are in certain offices like you know are trying to separate family because they know that if your family if your family unit is strong the the that is the more likelihood of you becoming successful and you um you know operating fully within within your purpose and tip number three um generational wealth like the more that we talk about death it uh, it prepares us for generational wealth because again with with the death of someone when someone is dying like it allow us to get things in order like this past weekend y'all I was talking to my godmother and I was talking to my grandfather. Like we was out in the um best of view um after church, like waiting for the um funeral to start or whatever. And we were just talking and talking and talking. And I was like, How much does it really take for a funeral or whatever? And it was like, Of course it, it um depends on what you get. And so I'm like, Oh, so like what's the start- starting price? I was like, Is it like seven hundred dollars? They looked at me like I was crazy, y'all. They was like, What? Seven hundred dollars? The starting price is at least a thousand dollars. And again, like as we as like you know time progressive that starting line is going to 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 go up and so sometimes you know when someone died like they putting up their house they they taking out loans you see these um what those things called gofundme pages like or people are becoming people are getting cremated because they don't have the funds to 
to do um to hold to have a funeral like we have to start setting our families up because start start set, start talking about death so we could set our family up for generational wealth like this is the conversation that is so important and making sure now like as we are talking about death that we are not just talking about like the emotional aspect of it but we are talking about like the um the actual um factors that go into like planning a funeral and what can help us for example like having life insurance like that is something that is so imperative for us to have because you never know someone could just drop dead like recently like this summer like they had like some type of disease in the mosquitoes and i think they oh geez i just hit my hand and i think like uh the last summer they had something else out like Ebola was that in the mosquitoes I don't know but I know it was something else out that if you get bit or stung by something like you essentially like the likelihood of you surviving surviving is slim to none and so again like you could have a young child who's outside was outside this past summer running around and like you know having fun at the park and then get sting by uh, a mosquito get bitten by a mosquito and now like you know they're they're dead and now you don't have you know no type of life insurance like you don't have no type of insurance to to fund them because like you know that never slipped your mind nobody never had the conversation about had had the conversation about preparing for death and this just had me thinking about you know oftentimes we kind of think about the kids going before the parents or I mean the parents going before the kids, but sometimes now it's like the other it's the other way around. So now I have to start thinking like, okay, like Janelle, you gotta start thinking about Jordan. Like that's my daughter's name, y'all. Um, you have to start thinking about Jordy. Like God forbid, like if something happened to her. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you have to. You have to make sure you have your ducks in a row so that you are not oper that you are not um operating backwards from where you are for where you need to be. Cause God knows, like right now, your girl is I am nowhere near, and I'm being totally honest because y'all know my story. Like I'm not where I want to be financially. Like I'm still in school. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm gonna um pay for pay for this semester and dag on next semester. Like I'm still trying to make, trying to figure out and also and pay for those uh, how I'm paying for those and also how i'm gonna pay for it to get pampers and all, all, all this other stuff like like there's like a whole lot of things that are, uh that are on me that i am obligated to financially and so this notion of just making sure that my daughter is well taken care of it's like okay like i gotta make sure that i'm not thrown off guard like god forbid if anything happened to her so again like Talking about death is going to help us prepare for generational wealth because we don't want to see um, families like, you know, take from their business or, you know, put their house on a market to bury a family member or like we, we that's we, we can't we can't go into 2020 um, operating without without the necessities um, for for um, a funeral. OK. And so tip number four, and this is something that definitely um, impacts um, the black community. And so um, recently, probably not so recently, but I had learned of the ACEs study. So the ACEs study stands for um, adverse childhood, um, adverse childhood experience. And that experience essentially just exposed how trauma 
can lead any type of trauma as far as having an incarcerated parent or having a parent with mental health issues or, you know, being abused, neglected, uh, physically abused, molested, all those type of things, how that can lead to, um, how that can lead to, um, higher health, um, higher health, um, outcomes, like higher, essentially like you are, more likely to die sooner than what is ordained for you to die because you have all these um health complications and it's not more so because of course it's not from the statistics from the statistic of things like okay like if you've been exposed to trauma of course like more likely you are going to cope with your your experience is by like drugs alcohol and all these other things but is actually showing up within a study how that like our brains are physically um our brain um physically kind of change um when we are experiencing uh, experiencing it and I'm going to put the video in the show notes um it was actually a TED talk that I watched I didn't actually read the um did I read the study I think I read it in class one time I don't know but (laughs) I watched this TED talk by Dr. Nadine Brooks and she was um explaining the ACEs study more in depth and she's actually um a pediatrician and what she found is that you know People from, you know, uh, urban community, people, people of color, black people, us, yeah, us, because this is a, a, a space for, for us to talk about various, um, serious topics as it relates to our, our mental health and knowing, like, for example, the, the kids that I service, they all are from the inner cities, the the urban communities, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what they are experiencing within the inner cities is something wrong with that. Uh, most of them are black, and most of them experience some type of trauma. And she also say, um, stated, like, you know, I'm, you guys have to watch it because it's so good, and it just allows you to just look at life, um, look at life from a place of how we need to start put in investing our money into more preventative measures because a lot of the things that are happening you know within the community a lot of things that are happening in the world in general we are dealing with the outcome of things rather than going to the stores and figure out what can we do to prevent like and that's a whole nother subject for a whole nother day because I'm really um I think that's something that I am passionate about rather than just dealing with the issue. I think we should also do how can we eradicate the issue and put preventative programs in, in mind. And so, you know, she was saying how her her being a doctor and knowing how like, you know, adverse childhood experience could affect you of affect you physically that we need to start screening children for this for this so we could start giving them the pre, the proper the proper treatment um things in that um things like that in the beginning and knowing us as a community a lot of us sometimes a lot of um a lot of black people you could sometimes find them um in the urban community you could find them in the inner cities you could find them like um in disadvantaged neighborhoods and knowing with this the likelihood of us dying is is higher like it's higher because we are exposed to so much within our within our communities and so that's this is an if this if y'all cannot relate to any other reason of why we need to start talking about um 
talking about um death this should be um a reason for us to start pushing that envelope f- further of us talking talking about death like we need to start talking about death and no we're not talking um and people are probably thinking like well where that that means we're going to be like speaking it into existence no baby like you can't speak something to existence if it's already going to happen like <laughs> death is definitely going to happen whether if we like it or not whether whether we are ready for it or not um what they say on friday yeah i love the movie friday like one of my favorite movies <laughs> you know how like when they and mind you i'm not a jehovah witness i'm just reciting like the line from friday the movie friday with chris tucker and ice cube and y'all know how like the jehovah witnesses they be going to the, the going to the doors and knocking on your door and be asking you like are you ready for jehovah's return <laughs> and then it's like if you are not ready for jesus because we are wait we we are believers in christ on this platform all right so it's like are you ready for jesus or for for the lord to come back like because if you're not ready guess what baby it's still gonna happen with or without you like you know what i'm saying so with with or without you not being ready or not ready so get ready because God is not waiting for nobody. And I think we need to start having these conversations because one, like I stated earlier, like is I'm going to restate the the benefits to talking about it. So one, because this is something that we all are going to deal with and that by us talking about it now is going to allow us to have the, uh, I don't want to say tough skin, but it's going to allow us to have the skill to to think logically instead of operating from a place of emotions and two is that we are going to be able to make sound decisions like as a family like the family unit will not be split up because we are operating within our feelings three because we need to start building generational wealth like we are not going to be um going broke to to pay for nobody's funeral like we need to start taking those um proper proportions we need to start you know look talking about life insurance you know setting up those type of plans so when someone so passed away like we have the money to fund their funeral and for because um as a black community a lot of us are experiencing um trauma and the more trauma that we experience the more likelihood of us dying um is has is is increasing and so um those are the benefits of us talking about about death and so this podcast essentially was about about discovering out talking about the why we don't talk about it and um going into the why it is beneficial for us to talk about it and what i'm starting to feel is that i think i may have like some type of guess or later on down the line on how we could start operating these conversations about talking about death because again like we need to be start talking about it now while we are well while we have able bodies um because the more that we talk about it like the better off that our community will will be so right now we are going to transition into the mental tip um portion of the podcast and i'm going to be offering you all um three tips three tips on how you know we could start start dealing with the notion of death and start talking about and, and how we could start talking about about death as a community and as an like not only as a community but within our immediate family 
Because I think, you know, if we can't talk, we, we need to be able to have this conversation with our family first and come together as a unit um, and talk about it as a community. That's just my beliefs on it. But re- regardless of how it happens, I think, you know, we just need to talk about it as a community and we need to talk about it um, within our families. So the mental health tip for this week, I actually have three tips to give to you or as it relates to dealing with death. Well, not dealing with death, but initiating the conversation um, surrounding death. So tip number one, before you even initiate the conversation, I think it's so important for us to begin to um, process our thoughts surrounding um, death, right? Surrounding the whole notion of what do we believe death? What do we, what do we believe happened to people after, after death? Like really start searching for your own answers and why there, why is it important for you to start talking about death? Um, and things of that and that nature. I actually challenge you all to share your thoughts. If you feel comfortable enough and if you feel um, brave enough, I challenge you all to um, share your thoughts with someone you trust about about death. Like honestly, my thoughts about death is that this is a conversation that we we all need to have. And I think this is me processing my thoughts, you guys, that this is a conversation that we all need to have. And I think, you know, there needs to be peace um, surrounding, surrounding death. And again, tip number one, process your thoughts um, about death. Tip number two is begin to create, create your own narrative surrounding death. Because I think, um, and my, from my experience that there is a lot of negative talk surrounding death. And I think in order for us to go into this conversation that we must begin, as I stated earlier, change our narrative, change, um, that, that, that stigma. Cause I do believe like there's some sort of like negativity associated with death but how can we all expect to go to heaven if we don't want to die so again create your own narrative around 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 talking about death and tip number three is honestly to find some biblical scriptures i think this is probably like the best tip to find biblical scriptures um that speaks to death that gives peace to death um i told y'all like recently my how my we had the funeral for my my cousin mother and um one of the scriptures that were read at her at her funeral came from second timothy chapter chapter four four um verses seven through eight and it reads i have fought a good fight i have finished my course i have kept the faith and i think you know as we are applying this to death while we um if you know someone who is dying or like when it comes your time like you have peace about what is happening um when you know that you have fought a good fight like you have won even though like your time is coming but you have lived out your purpose so really find um search for biblical scriptures that speaks to that speaks to peace of of death um and if you know some you guys please send it to please slide in my dms and send it to me and i could start sending those um scriptures out to to our to the house your mental community and so um that is it you guys that is it that is it for this week's episode 
I pray that this conversation of us talking about death kind of sparked something in the inside of you to start having that conversation with your family or with your friends um, about the subject matter. Um, tonight, you guys, uh, we are going to be going live at 8.30 p.m. to talk about the subject um, death. So I would love for you all to join. Follow me on Instagram at How's Your Mental peace and blessings you all i love you all going to this weekend with nothing but love and prosperity i'm out bye <laughs>